0: This is solid talk. Speaking out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me in check. And from beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. God bless you, family. Praise the Lord. My name is Brother Greg. This is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud in depth. God is good. He is worthy to be praised. I came here tonight to get in trouble. The title of tonight's Solid Talk says, why has submission become controversial? And I'm speaking about submission within a marriage. Now, if you see the thumbnail of this particular video, it says the new S word. You know, we got certain words in the English language that we're not supposed to say. And we usually attribute these words with the letter. So we ain't got to go through all of them. But you got the D word, the F word, the old S word. But there's a new S word that it seems like for whatever reason, we're not supposed to say, even though it's written throughout this Bible. Right. And so I came here tonight because I need you all to help me out. 202-738-1686. I want to know why it is that the idea or the instruction of submission has become such a controversial thing. The reason why this even came up is because we had a solid talk last week and we were talking a little bit about hedonism and just this idea that the, the main goal of life is just to get as much pleasure as you can possibly get. And usually when we make that choice, it's at the expense of more substantive things like a marriage, like children, like a family, like things that will last in the long run. Glory to the Lamb of God. And so basically, um, (laughs) a comment was made. Somehow we got on the topic of marriage and a comment was made about, you know, how men prefer younger women because they're easier to control. And so that brought up a discussion about submission. So I want to expound on that a little bit more. You all can weigh in in the comments section. Tell me what you think. God bless everybody that's joining in. But it really is a little bit confusing to me because for me, it seems like a simple concept. You know what I mean? Uh, it's a simple concept for me because there are places in life where I have to submit. So as a follower of Christ, I have to submit myself myself. To Christ, right? I don't always get it right, you know, and then in, in that event, that would be rebellion, right? That would be disobedience. But conceptually, I've made up my mind that I'm going to submit myself to Christ because He's my Lord, He's my Savior, He has my best interests at heart. And it's really not a big deal for me, right? Uh, when I go to my job, I have to submit myself to um, the instruction of my leadership so long as it's in my job description and so long as it doesn't infringe upon my greater submission to christ right so i submit myself to my job as a man i submit myself to the laws of the land you know this is why i don't like criminals because criminals don't submit themselves to the law of the land they're not the only people that want to steal If somebody get upset with me, I want to pull out a gun and and, and say some do some stuff that YouTube won't allow me to say as well. But I have to submit myself. I have to die to myself at the expense of order, at the expense of obedience to God. And so I think we kind of have this idea that um, submission is something that's only asked of women. But even as a human, period, unless you're choosing to live your life as a rebel, we all have to submit in some way. But for whatever reason, when it comes to this idea of marriage, it becomes a controversial topic. So I just want to set the stage for this particular discussion with the video that went viral. Glory to the God. Some of y'all may have seen this video already. Some may, may not have. But what we have in this particular video is we have a male and female who are... Uh, At their wedding and they are taking their vows. Right. And so what we're going to see is how the bride who happens to be a black woman and this groom is a black man, um, how she uh, responds to this idea of uh, some of these vows. So I got commentary, but I'm going to play it first and then we'll kind of walk through it for work for richer for richer for poor for poorer for <laughs> poor they put a few little edits in the video but if you didn't catch that i had to raise the volume a little bit um, they're going through the vows of what's what they're taking before god right and you know typical this these are the standard vows that are done in a traditional marriage and uh at the beginning there and i'll play it back because i didn't have the volume all, all the way up but the officiant is saying for richer or for poorer okay and she gets a little bit stuck so that's the first part we're gonna look at i'm gonna play it back really quickly for richer for richer for poorer we're <laughs> little, hes- little hesitation. We're <laughs> <We're forward. laughs> and I'm laughing because it, it is funny. It is funny. Let's keep going. <laughs> she was able to get through that. It took a little. It took a little something. Uh, we hit that snag about 20 times in counseling. Barbie. We have made it very clear to Jonathan, you cannot be broke. And if, you, if you hit that snag 20 times in counseling, bro, you, <laughs> I don't know. That should have been a sign, but let's keep going. In health. And in health. To love. To love. Cherish. Cherish. And to obey. <laughs> <laughs> he laughed. We didn't talk about that one in counseling. We did we talk, talk about, about that in And in health. To love. To love. Cherish. Cherish. And to obey. <laughs> <laughs> talk about that one in council. We did talk about that in council. Yes, we did. So you want me to repeat that again? You want to just keep going. I think we can keep going. She said I think we can keep going. So this guy, God bless him, we need to add him to our prayer list. This guy either has a comedian on his hands or he has a headache on his hands. Because she was very clear when that Richard poor came up, she, 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 had, she had to muster up to get that poor out. But then when that obey came out, notice she couldn't even get through that particular part of the vows. It was just like, you know what? We ain't, I'm not even going to sit up here and lie in front of God, in front of these people. I'm going to make a joke about it and we're going to move on to the next one. Now, You might look at that and say it's just a harmless joke. She probably just trying to be funny. And she was trying to be funny. But I got a buddy of mine who always used to say there's a truth behind every joke. And if this wasn't an actual issue in our culture today, it would be funny. Funnier than what it is, because it is a little bit funny. I got to give her a little credit where credit is due. But it would be funny. Um, But. I think there's some truth behind that joke. And so you got this situation where this woman is basically saying, listen, I ain't obeying nobody. (laughs) She's saying, I ain't obeying nobody. And so last week, as I was thinking about this, we talked about it. And then I was just saying, you know, what's the big deal about obeying someone? What's what's the problem? Why is why is that a difficult concept? What do you think the man is going to do that's going to be? So much of you living like a tyrant, you know what I mean? I said the most he going to expect, you know, is cook him a meal every now and then, you know, be his peace, you know, just, you know, do the wifely duties, take care of home inside the home. He'll take care outside the home. He'll bring home the bacon, whatever, whatever arrangement y'all got. He's just expecting compliance when it comes to his program. And so. When I got out of this, I started thinking about what, what, are, what are like the real issues that folks will have? You know, uh, what does a guy expect when he expects his wife to obey him? Right. What does he expect? Some of the issues I came up with and y'all can throw some in the comments if I'm missing some uh, money. Money is one of the major causes of divorce and money is something that that husband and that wife have to agree on. And money is something that statistically speaking, so don't come for brother Greg. And historically speaking, women are much larger consumers. They tend to have higher amounts of debt than men. And so a lot of what guys are bumping up against in a marriage, and you see this on, on a, you see jokes about this on social media, TikTok and Instagram and stuff like that, about how, uh, Every time the husband turns around, there's an Amazon box being delivered to his house. And it's like just endless amounts of Amazon boxes, you know, or you just see this, you know, growing up, I know in my household, my mother, she she was a a QVC, HSN, home shopping network addict. So her thing is always buying this stuff that she sees off TV, you know, so there's always going to be something that... This consumerism society is going to present people specifically women. They target women to spend the money. And so if you got a husband in the house who is uh, y'all are either sharing money or maybe he's the breadwinner or whatever the case, because in a marriage, we know that the woman's money is her money and the guy's money is their money. So she'll do what she wants with her money, but she's also going to be spending his money conceptually. I believe the way a marriage should work is if y'all are married, y'all should have a joint account. You know, now we're talking about the whole idea of separate accounts, separate accounts for insurance in case y'all divorce. We'll get into that a little deeper perhaps later. But for right now, just the idea of the man, quote unquote, controlling the finances because he doesn't want to see the, the, the money that he's making or that they're bringing into the house, basically burn up in flames, With a bunch of stuff that y'all probably don't need. I'm not saying every purchase that a household makes or a woman makes is a bad purchase. But what I'm saying is oftentimes, right, um, y'all like to buy a lot of stuff. (laughs) Men Men like a few things. You know, men, I like camera equipment. The stuff I buy is expensive, you know, and I would... Uh, run it by my wife if I had one because that's a family choice if I'm about $5,000 camera, you know That's something that y'all need to agree with even if you are the head of the household, right? Um, but generally speaking money and then I said well, what else what else do they have an issue? Like what's the what's the freaking problem like and then I, it hit me? Just the idea of quote-unquote freedom Okay <laughs> and I'm calling it freedom because it's a real false liberation. And by the way, y'all can call a comment and give me a trouble. But this idea of freedom, this idea of freedom. What do you mean by freedom, Greg? Freedom for girls trips. Freedom for girls night out all the time. And your girls probably, you know, who knows what type of people they are. Freedom for what you're going to wear or not wear when you leave out of the house, right? And so I can understand how this could be perceived as control. You know, if a man is saying, listen, if you're wearing something crazy walking out this house and you're going to get a bunch of male attention and a bunch of, a bunch of, uh, you know, you, you, you going out at night after a certain hour and you wearing a certain type of thing and you putting yourself in danger, you know, that's an issue. But the woman will say that's control. She would even say that's insecure. You know, it's all of these different type of defense mechanisms. But I'm just brainstorming through all of the so-called things that, that will become an issue when it comes to this idea of submission. And y'all are women. I'm not a woman. I'm not married. Some of y'all are women. I'm not a woman. I'm not married. Let me know what I'm missing. What's the real deal? I talked to somebody about this. um, And what they effectively told me, uh, D told me this, is, and I hope I get it right. Women have an issue submitting because they feel like they have to do it all. In other words, if a woman has a job and the guy has a job, when she comes home, she doesn't want to have to feel like she needs to work her job and take care of the home and take care of the kids at the same, like all of that at once. Fair enough. There's a few things that I think about that. Um, One, I'm not exactly sure that guys really even ask women to do that. (laughs) Um, I feel like if that's happened, it's due to circumstance. You know what I mean? I think some of those wars probably made it so that women had to take on a little bit of load while those guys went off the war. They had to go out and get jobs and stuff like that. Um, but I don't necessarily think that. I, I think what a lot of that is, is what a lot of women campaign for, you know? So just in my mind, it's kind of like complaining about something that you asked for, you know what I mean? But I think in asking for that, Uh, That asking for was an asking for an exchange, meaning, yeah, I want to go out and I want to be the CEO of the company. I want to be the Ph.D. I want to get the degrees and all of that. And I want to do that at the expense of my or at the exchange of my traditional wifely duties. You know what I mean? I want to do that at the exchange of that. And so now we get into this idea of a career woman. As they say, what is a career woman? It's a funny term to me because, sorry, I don't know. It's like stuff keep getting in my mouth, (laughs) like little hairs and stuff. It's a funny concept to me because every functional adult should have a career. Every functional adult should be established. They should be working towards something. They should be building towards something, right? So, what does a guy mean if he uses the phrase career woman? What he's really saying is a woman who prioritizes the status of a career, an education, and a career over the responsibility and the duty of wifelyhood. And for a lot of guys, because that guy also is established himself, right? Uh, he doesn't necessarily need education and career. Like you know, just speaking for myself, I don't particularly need that. It'd be nice, you know. It'd be a nice little compliment, but I'm I'm self sufficient. I'm strong and independent. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, so most guys who are established probably prefer the wifely duty thing, and. They can coexist, but it's very difficult for these to exist at the same time. And I think that's where that burnout feeling begins to happen, because it's like they want to do one thing, but then they feel like they might be obligated to do another thing. And herein lies this whole situation of feeling overburdened and how. I don't want to submit because I feel like I'm doing more of the load. You know, I feel like I'm doing more. All he does is just goes to work, comes home, kicks his shoes off, uh, you know, and watches the football game and has a beer. Is that really the case? I don't know. Y'all tell me. You know what I mean? Y'all tell me. Because really, I think what what, what we're learning is that there are a lot of intangible Um, Things that come with marriage, both from a male and a female perspective that we don't always think about. You know, uh, the enemy has worked very hard through propaganda, through technological advances, not to say the enemy is behind technological advances, but he certainly leveraged them. um, To the point where men and women no longer feel like they need one another. Women will say, I don't need no man. And men will say, I I don't need no woman. And so we have a whole generation who is convinced that they can do bad all by themselves. My question is, is that true? We can survive by ourselves. I've survived by myself for about, what, 13, 13 going on 14 years, pretty much. Um. So, yeah, you probably can survive by yourself, especially um as a guy, you know, even as a woman, but i think that people are starting to find out that it is not as easy as it's been told to us that it can be. Because what's going to happen when you're by yourself but somebody comes to your house at night and starts banging on your door, busts open your window and you're strong and independent, but I don't know if you that strong and independent to fight off that criminal. So you need that guy in the house who's going to pick up his pistol or his baseball bat. And he's going to go downstairs and investigate what's that noise. And even if he doesn't do it, at least he's a first, I mean, even if he, he, even if the criminal beats him, at least he's a first line of defense for you to get out the house, (laughs) for you to call the, the, the police or something while he's doing that. You know what I mean? It it just helps. The Bible says that two are better than one. You know, guys. It's a lot of things that women offer uh, that guys are being coached that they can do without, but you never know. You know what I mean? You just never know. Um, what's going to happen when you're on your deathbed, you don't have a wife or kids, and... You know, you're depending on these nursing homes to take care of you. You're just another number or another dollar sign in their book. You know, you don't have a legacy. You don't have a uh, anything to leave all of your assets, anyone to leave all of your assets to. Uh, there's just a whole multitude of intangible things. What are intangibles? Intangibles are things that don't always show up on the stat sheet. But they're little nuance type things that are very instrumental in terms of helping something flow the right way that it's supposed to flow. And so that's the other one that I came up with. Why women don't like submission, apparently, is this idea of losing their freedom. Now, when I think about the idea of freedom um, or what they call freedom, And also included in that freedom is just the idea of being able to have additional partners as well. It's like all of this extra propaganda. So when I think about this idea of freedom and why someone would have an issue with that or why they would have an issue with submission as well, a lot of it probably has to do with the fact that there was no initial hedge of authority in the first place. What do I mean by that? The father is supposed to be the first person that that girl submits to Uh, that woman. At this point, she's a woman. That father is supposed to be the first person that that woman submits to. So he should have already conditioned her. Certain things you don't wear when you go out the house, certain places you don't go at night, certain friends you don't need to be around, certain guys you don't need to entertain, Uh, Put yourself in position to win a certain type of game. You don't need ran on you. This is a scam. Hang up the phone like this already supposed to be a father who does that. But when that fatherly figure is not there, what happens now is well, let me say it this way. When the fatherly figure is there, the way that it's supposed to work is it's supposed to be a uh, transferal. Of authority from that father to that husband and that father would have already raised that particular daughter to be a wife so that when that guy gets him the husband gets her excuse me all he has to do is just make sure that he's in his position and doing what he's supposed to do and she'll already be a functional wife but if there's no instruction that's uh that's teaching a woman training her how to be a wife When she gets into or or when she has the idea of a marriage and the idea of loving and obeying, it is going to glitch in her mind, just like that woman we watched in the video. It is going to sound foreign to her. It is going to be like, like, you know, everything was flowing smoothly and then the record just scratches. Because. This is not something I'm used to. This is not something I'm conditioned for. Um, This is this is not something that I like. It's not something that feels good, or at least I don't think it feels good. And so it becomes an issue. But the scripture is very clear. It says very clearly, you know what I mean? Uh, Wives, submit to your husband's. Ephesians chapter five, verse 22, wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. Why? For the husband is the head of the wife. okay? even as Christ is the head of the church and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands. Is that the second time he said own? (laughs) So I guess you don't don't be submitting to nobody else. Husband, please submit to your own husband. Like the Bible says, Uh, therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. Okay, and it goes into some biblical stuff. Uh, verse 27, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself for no man ever hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it even as the Lord, the church. And so that's the model of that god has laid out for us husbands love your wives like christ loved loved the church wives submit yourselves unto your own husbands and so something that's in the scriptures that clearly really is not up for debate but for some reason this has been become taboo in culture we can expect that we know we live in a feminist um uh, Gynocracy or however you say that word. And more critically, it's even taboo in certain churches. Even in the church, this is like a controversial topic. And I just don't think it should be. But I will admit this. And then I'm going to get to the comments right after I say this. We're coming right up on 730. I will say this, though. To a certain degree, I get it. Cause people are marrying later in life. So, you know, I'm approaching 40 and, you know, let's say I do want to, uh, let's say I want to date a woman who's between like 30 and 35, right? Let's say she's 35. I totally get why as a 35 year old adult who already has a career, who already uh, uh, might have a kid, I don't know. This is just an example um, who, you know, has had your, your name for your entire life, who's pretty much setting your ways, who's pretty much, you know, established yourself. I get why that person wouldn't want to take on somebody else's last name. I get why they wouldn't want to throw quote unquote, throw away what they've established, um, in their career. If it's at the expense of wifely duties, I get it. It's 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 like a, a dying of self because so much self has been built up. It's just like coming into Christ. So much self has been built up. But sometimes in order for it to function correctly, there's got to be sacrifice. There's got to be a divesting of self, even from the man's perspective. Right. Christ. See, when we come into Christianity, uh, it's about denying self. But what we've got to remember is that before we even denied our, before we even deny ourselves, Christ denied himself first. when he came down to earth, put on human adornment and got on that cross and suffered the crucifixion and died and raised again. He already died to himself so that we could come on board and then die so that we can have him. It says that we love him because he first loved us. But practically speaking, I get it. If you're a 35-year-old woman, I get why you wouldn't want to change your name. I get why if you ain't been, you know, doing certain chores or something. Maybe you maybe you have such a great career. You have somebody come and clean your house. I get why you might want to just do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I get it. And I think it just gets into a, a larger point that I personally believe, everybody might not agree, but romance and marriage is a young person's thing. This this is something for young people. This is something that uh, many, many of us, myself included, was supposed to have been done, you know what I mean? By the time you get to approaching 40 or in your 30s, it's just different. You have been through some stuff, you're more jaded, You know what I mean? As a guy, you're not, you you begin to think with the correct, let me, I I forgot I'm a Christian. This is a Christian channel. You begin to think outside of your lust and not bound by your lust as much, you know, as a woman. Y'all think about whatever y'all think about. I'm not a woman. I can't say, but it's just different. You know what I mean? Romance would be nice. You know, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm not saying people don't fall in love and get married at later ages, it does happen. But the whole butterflies in your stomach, that's like, I mean, when you a, a teenage boy or you in your 20s as a young man or something like that, it's like the, the girls you like during that phase, you would have given the world for them. <laughs> Some of the girls in high school, it's like you had that crush on them, you would have done anything, you know what I mean? But then once you kind of get out there and, um, Again, your late 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, you know, it's, 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 it does seem like more of a a partnership thing than a two becoming one. And so I'm not excusing that because I think marriage is exactly what God calls it. It's the two becoming one. It is a wife submitting to her husband and it is a husband loving his wife like Christ loved the church. Um, <clears throat> but it really is just going to depend on what people want and what they're willing to settle for Personally, I don't particularly want a partner. You know what I mean? I want a wife. Now, my wife can be my partner in a sense, but but first and foremost, I want a wife. A wife by default is your partner. But I don't want this. Um, they got this phrase that they've been using lately. You know, they always coming up with something dumb on the Internet and they call it my person. My person, my person, my person. I don't like it for a lot of reasons. I don't like it because it's genderless, first of all. (laughs) Um, I also don't like it because it it doesn't have any type of role. It's not my man. It's not my girl. It's not my husband. It's not my wife. It's like my person. My person. And I don't, y'all know, y'all probably say brother Greg overthink stuff, but I don't think stuff like that is unintentional. You know what I mean? I think it's the spirit of this age that's conditioning people to talk like that. So I don't want a person. I want a wife, if anything. And so I, I got a lot of little, little personal rules that I don't that I don't always say out loud. You know, for example, I wouldn't marry a woman if she didn't take my last name, because to me, she doesn't really want to be a wife. Um, she doesn't. She doesn't want to come under my programming. But at the same time. I understand, once again, if you're like in your, if you're 35, 40 years old, yeah, I totally get it. You know, like you're a whole person out here. (laughs) You know, I get it. So I'm not faulting anyone for what they choose to do. I'm just telling you what a lot of guys, or at least me, Uh, what my perspective is when it comes to stuff like that. I I don't deal with a woman who doesn't have a father. And before you start throwing tomatoes at me, let me clarify that very specifically. Um, God can be your father because everyone was not afforded the opportunity to have their father. So my concern is I need to see what type of programming this woman is under if we're going to have anything of substance, because whatever she's been taught and been believing is what she's going to bring into this union. Right. So I need to understand, like, you know, are you in, and, and of course I'm a married Christian. So my main thing is, are you submitted to the word of God? Because if you're submitted to the word of God, if Jesus Christ is your Lord and your savior, at that point, the submission really it becomes almost a non-issue I say almost because you know that feminism runs deep but it almost should become a non-issue at that point uh, because I know the tutelage that you're under I know what type of training what type of discipleship you're under which happens to be the same discipleship that I'm under which is being a follower of Jesus Christ so everybody's gonna bump heads here and there But when we do bump heads, it should be minimal and it should be able to be resolved by the scripture, right? You know, Um, but if somebody is just, if, if a woman is just out here, like, with no type of rearing or training or she's just been winging it or she's just been, like, up under somebody or listening to one of these dating coaches or something like that. That is a huge red flag for me, you know, and I'm sitting up and talking. Brother Greg got issues like every other human got issues. I'm just walking you through my thought process. You know, I, I, I'm not a big name caller, but um, somebody like Derek Jackson, and I know I need to get to the comments. Somebody like, say, for example, a Derek Jackson, he's a dating coach for those who may not know. Um, <clears throat> I won't get too deep into it, but he's effectively... A quote on a I don't know if he self-proclaimed or if he has some credentials, but he's one of these dating coaches who, um, his audience is probably almost all women. You know what I mean? He's he's a phony. Let me just come out and say it. He just comes off as very inauthentic to me. And you know the main inauthentic thing I hate when anybody does this is when you're pretending like you're talking to somebody in an interview. So you're looking over here. Like you're, like you're talking to somebody, but you're not. And it's like, dude, we know that you're not talking to anybody, but he does that. And you know, some of y'all might be a fan of him. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to go in too deep. (laughs) I ain't trying to get into too much trouble, but a situation came out where it was discovered that he was cheating on his wife and I think his wife is a beautiful woman, by the way, but he was cheating on his wife uh, kind of egregiously. And it wouldn't be that big of an issue if he were not throwing men under the bus and all of his little Instagram talks or whatever he does all the time. And the thing about it is some of the stuff he says is not necessarily false, but it's the connotation that he puts behind it. That usually absorbs, absorbs fault from the woman and places the blame on men, when in reality both men and women do a, a lot of jacked up stuff all the time. So he knows where his bread is buttered. But the wild thing about all of this is, even after the whole cheating thing when his wife came out and it was pretty much understood that you know it's it's, it's he's a phony, he didn't lose his audience. Because there's certain women that are under his programming, they're under his, uh, the Bible calls it, um, silly women laden with lust, ever learning, but never coming into the knowledge of truth. And so as a guy, one of the main things I'm looking for is like, who are you listening to? Who are you, who are you listening to? Do you have a pastor? Okay. What does he preach? Um... You have a dad. Okay, what's he like? Okay, you're a believer. Are you living by the scripture? But if I just discover that you're just out here, especially if you like, giving money to somebody like that, <laughs> it's like you have no type of financial discipline at all. Anyway, let me shut up before I get into trouble. I missed quite a few comments, so we're going to get into these comments. By the grace of God, let's get into it right now. God bless everybody joining in. Marsha B. Praise the Lord. Marilena, God bless you. Praise the Lord. Says this was so not funny talking about that, taking the vows and making a joke of it. You know what? You can wrap up a lot of stuff in a joke. You can insult somebody in a joke. They won't even say nothing about it because it's a joke. Humor is a, is a, it's a gift, but it's, it can also be a weapon. It can also be like a Trojan horse, and I think technically she can stand; be- she could stand before God and say, "I ain't promised to obey that man." <laughs> yeah, yeah, but she was in. Yeah, you made a joke. Yeah, I made the joke, and we moved on. Brother Joseph says rebellion equals witchcraft, stubbornness equals idolatry. Absolutely, that's scripture. Lily Bays, God bless you. Okay, Marilena says, "That's part of issue." Wifely duties shouldn't be exclusive inside home and outside of house exclusive to men. You do what works for family dynamics in that season of y'all's lives. I do agree that a husband and a wife need to do what works for them. As long as it works for you, be my guest. If you can be Kanye West and you can date a woman like Kim Kardashian, uh, marry a woman like Kim Kardashian, who has a sex tape, who's basically a sex symbol, who makes her money selling her, her body and her influence. If that works for y'all, be my guess. I mean, it didn't work for them because they didn't work out. But, you know, whatever works for that particular husband and wife, be my guess. That being said, I do believe in gender roles. Um, now, y'all can determine what those roles are. You know what I mean? A gender role doesn't necessarily mean that the wife doesn't work because the Proverbs 31 woman had a job. So I think she went out to the marketplace and she did her thing. She had a job. Um, but I do believe that um, there's nothing wrong with a woman tending to the home and a guy tending to the outside stuff. What's the outside stuff? What what, what should a guy be doing around the house, right? Um this is the way I see it. There should be primary duties. But in the event of, uh, you know, somebody's not feeling good today or, um, oh, you know, this person's sick, something like that. It's not the end of the world if someone has to step in and chip in. Maybe that guy wants to cook that particular day to surprise her. Maybe he does want to do the dishes, you know, something like that. I'm not saying that it's it's impossible, but. I think certain things should be reserved for men and for women. If I have a wife, I don't expect her to take out the trash. It doesn't mean that she's incapable of taking out the trash. It doesn't even mean that if I'm sick and I'm, you know, (laughs) that she can't go and take out the trash. But it's my, I view that as my primary responsibility, cutting the grass, tending to the lawn. I view that as my primary responsibility. If something breaks in the house, I view that as my responsibility to fix whatever it is that breaks in the house, right? Something going on with the plumbing, something going on with the, the TV not working, the the uh, the sink is leaking. Either I'm gonna fix it or I'm gonna hire someone to fix it. At the same time, to complement that, the wife can cook. Uh, the wife can do the dishes. She can iron the clothes. She can wash the clothes. Now, if y'all want to have an arrangement where y'all divvy that up, be my guest. But I do think that there should be established primary roles. The house I grew up in, my mom is not, a, Was she? I say this because of her own admission, she's not the best cook. So my dad did probably about 70 percent of the cooking in the house 70 to 75 percent of the cooking in the house he probably did he loved to cook he loved to cook he loved to make potato salad he loved to fix breakfast he loved to do all of that at the same time he did all the fixing right he did all the, the yard work she did the gardening one of the gifts that god placed in the woman is the gift and the anointing of beauty. God created the woman with beautification in mind. So a lot of times guys see big pictures. This is why a guy can be in a house and all he needs is a mattress, a TV and a PlayStation. He don't need no decorations. He don't need no accent pieces. He doesn't need no furniture. Sometimes all he needs is a TV A refrigerator, a mattress, might not even need a bed, and he's good. A woman can't survive like that because one of the gifts she has been given is the gift of beautification. So when the woman comes in, she's gonna bring her style to the house, and that style is detail. And the thing about details, details are small, small things. It's like me personally, that that phrase, me personally, personally, I don't always do well with details. I don't do well always with paperwork. It's a lot of administrative stuff. I'm not with. I I rather sometimes think big picture. And so, whatever those roles have to be, the husband and the wife can negotiate that. But I think it would behoove a lot of women to understand that when it comes to roles. What a guy is really looking for typically is probably going to be traditional, you know. Um, Now, it's up to y'all how y'all want to deviate from that or not. Lily says, I think it's a security issue that women does that. Maybe you meant insecurity. It could be. I don't know. Marlena says, typically when women spin, she typically have others in mind and usually think about herself last. <laughs> Can somebody get a fact check on that? <laughs> so when she buys is typically for house. I would agree with that. Children. I agree with that. Hubby and make things more efficient for the house. I, I, I still need a fact check. I'm not saying you, I ain't saying you lie morally. I just, all I'm saying is I need a fact check. You know, that's the other thing. I prefer my wife will go and do all the grocery shopping. You know, I'll, I'll buy it or whatever. I can care less, but if she can go do that, that'd be wonderful. Cause I don't even like doing that at this point of my life. Um, so yeah, I, I do think that women, um, do buy for the house. Uh, but this kind of gets into what I just mentioned about how guys content with white walls and and a play and a TV. Um, it, the thing about giftings is that Satan can pervert giftings, and so if that woman is um, perverted in her gifting of beautification, or she's covetous or she's competitive with other women that she knows or what she's scrolling on Instagram and seeing every five minutes and makes her feel like she needs to have it too. Or if she's insecure, then she could potentially buy a bunch of stuff she doesn't need. I'm not saying it's all women. I'm saying women that, 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 that particular gifting, um, when it, if it gets out of control, it can be an issue. So I'm sure that there are tons of women who think about the house and others when they buy stuff. I'm not saying that that's not true. But, I mean, let's be real. There's a lot of guys who struggle with women who buy a bunch of stuff that, quite frankly, they just don't need. (laughs) Like, you don't need it. We don't need it. I mean, I love my mother. I'm not trying to pick on her. But, you know, once again, I'm not married. So this is my only real close, close contact example. It's certain things that she has two of just because she wanted something to buy she got two carpet cleaners in there it's them little mop things she got two mops and a lot of stuff i would just kind of take off her hands but i kind of got this thing about me where i don't want to be a son husband or nothing like that so i don't like taking things from her but i'm i'm like to the point where some of this stuff we need to we can sell this on facebook marketplace uh we can sell this on craigslist whatever they got out now because a lot of stuff you don't even need. And she knows that she has a spending problem. She she won't always admit it. But I mean, come on now. Chris Rock made the joke, women be shopping. You know what I mean? Like, let's not pretend that a lot of the spending women do is just so noble. You know what I mean? You look at debt. You look at student debt. Um, It would help to have a guy in the house to say, you know, what, babe, we don't need, I don't even think we need that or to say we ain't getting that or to say hang up the phone. You know, I I you know, my mom recently maybe like last year within within a year, um, she got scammed. <laughs> she got scammed for a significant amount of money. So much amount of money that I don't even want to say because it's embarrassing. And what happened was uh, it's a very convoluted story, but basically something popped up on her computer and um, convinced her that something was wrong with her computer. And then somebody called her saying that she had something, some child images on her computer or something that and that if she she was in danger of going to prison and that if she didn't give them X amount of money, um you know she was going to go to jail. Now had she had a uh man in the house you need a man in the house to just say hang the phone up. <laughs> like my dad used to say that to my mom alive a a telemarketer somebody call we ain't spending that dag on money. He don't even know who it is. Hang the phone up. And that's what I mean by an intangible thing. Door-to-door salesman Salesmen in general, they know that they can sell to women more than they can sell to men because men are only going to buy what they need for the most part We got little toys in there here and there, but generally speaking be- why because It's we know that we had to kill to get that money So we're going to eat what we kill and then we're not going to waste that money because it's precious to us It's the effort and the energy that we put in But if you're spending somebody else money you know what I mean? Or, or, the, or somebody else is making a bulk of the money. You know, you don't have as much reverence for that particular money. So you will start to spend it willy-nilly. So, I mean, like I said, in some cases that probably is true, Marlena, but I think generally speaking, you know, the numbers kind of bear it out that women like to spend, you know. Um, but, yeah, had my mom called me, and told me what was going on, I would have been able to identify this is a scam. You know, if somebody was dead physically, hang the phone up. But, you know, that, that's what you get. People prey on uh, women, especially older women. There have been stories that have come out of guys that will date older women just to scam them. So you got these women there, 50, 60, 70 years old, and... You know, I guess they starting to sprinkle on the internet and they meet these guys and the guys are telling them, oh, you know, baby, I love you, da-da-da-da, because they're at home, they're single, they're lonely, maybe they're widows, maybe they're unmarried, whatever, and they ain't got nothing better to do and they, they want a companion. And these guys are say, you know, if you give me X amount of money, I can invest it. I saw one story like this, a guy told a woman that. So he did that and what happened was... She gave him the money, he invested it, and he did make a return, and then he gave her that. But that was just to reel her in. And then he said, oh, if you give me this amount of money, I can do the same thing, and we can get even more. She gave him that amount of money, ran game on her. See, game recognized game. This is why women need men. Ran that on her, took the money, and just left. And so she was out. I think, I think one story I saw, this woman, It was I don't want to say it's was $100,000 because I don't want to say the wrong thing. But it was some crazy amount of money that this scammer got off of this older woman. Let's, let's look at some more comments. Lily says, I believe that some women want to look really nice for the husband to get their attention. And some women just can't do it because they can and it's not fair to the man. See, that? I'm not sure if that really make a lot of sense to me because of a few reasons. One, you can look good for the husband in private. You can look as good as you want in the bedroom for him. Um, And there's nothing stopping that. Uh, Two, you already have him. So because you have him, what exactly are you trying to achieve at that point? I mean, I, I get, I'm not saying don't look nice for your husband, but what I'm saying is your husband already finds you beautiful. He already finds you attractive. Um, so dressing inappropriately in public is not really going to do anything for him unless he's one of these Kanye West type people where he just wants a trophy to parade around. Some guys are like that. They, they like the trophy. A lot of guys are not. They want their wife to be their wife. They don't want their wife to be. Uh, t- they don't want to share their wife with other men and if a woman is going out and she's exposing her lady parts to the public you are sharing her with that with other men and other women so once again i might need a fact check lily i'm not saying you ain't telling the truth i'm just saying i might need a fact check because to be honest with you i think women like to look good for other women i mean guys gonna like women i don't care if a trend start with women start wearing daggone Buckets around their neck. It's not going to stop men from liking women. We don't really care what y'all wear. (laughs) You know, biologically, men like women. You know, I mean, it'd be nice if you wear something that that makes sense, but I've seen a lot of trends that look stupid, but men, it doesn't matter. Men are always going to like women regardless of what y'all wear. Marlena says Black culture, we haven't been modeled healthy submission. Tons of black women seen our mamas, grandmamas, aunties, cousins and girlfriends beat to a pulp or a lot of narcissism involved. It's a very peculiar word, narcissism. Um, hmm. So you're saying that in black culture specifically, we haven't modeled healthy submission. I agree with that. Um, and then you're saying that, uh, and I think what you mean based on the the following part of your statement is you're saying from the male's perspective, we've seen men abuse women and they have abused submission. Fair enough to that. I would say who is choosing the men? Because unless a man walks up to a woman and puts a gun to her head and say, You are gonna be my wife no matter what, um, <clears throat> that woman has a choice. Women have almost if if you're a woman and you're like I I I read okay, if you and you look average or above, from the age of probably like fifteen up, you're gonna have a pretty much endless supply of suitors. You know, it's like, and and so out of those suitors, you have the discretion to choose who you want to marry. So if a guy abuses a woman in that way, that's a reflection of the character of that particular guy that's a reflection of 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 who that woman chose so it's unfortunate and i and i do agree overall we haven't seen it modeled i think we haven't seen it modeled on a on both ends i think we haven't seen it modeled in some cases from the guys perspective and in some cases from the woman's perspective but i mean a lot of y'all i'm not trying to turn this into one of these um <laughs> Uh, Man is fair discussions But um, Women naturally Like aggressive and confident men And I'm not saying that you shouldn't Necessarily But You have to be able to understand What exactly comes with that Because If you choose the wrong type of aggression Because you mentioned the black community So let's just keep it real. A lot of y'all like that thug loving. So this is what I call a he don't bite. A he don't bite is if you ever been walking down the street and somebody has like a Rottweiler or a pit bull or something like that. And they and they act like they have control over this beast and you're scared to death. And you're just like, he don't bite. That's a he don't bite. Basically, a flat out killer that you think that you can manage and you can control. Now, the thing about he don't bite, he don't bite until he bites. And that's the thing about it. Y'all expect character (laughs) to come out of uh, these thugs and criminals and these players. Y'all expect character to come out of that for whatever reason is beyond me, but then act surprised when he bites. If I had a pit bull... And, you know, I raised this pit bull and one day out the blue, he just like bit my arm off. I wouldn't really be surprised because it's a pit bull. Like I see stories often of people who own pit bulls and their very own pit bull goes and attacks them or attacks their children because at the core of this beast is a killing animal. So if you press the wrong button, if you don't feed it in time, I don't know what triggers it. But if you hit one of them triggers, all bets are off, you know. So, I mean, it's unfortunate that, it, that we haven't seen it and that that type of stuff happens. It does happen here and there. But, um, you know, it, it, should, it should make us think about choices. Uh, B Bumble says, I think it's fair to question if the woman is first submitted to God. If she won't submit to God, she's probably not going to submit to her husband. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, Marlena says, going back to college, late 90s, early 2000s, uh, white women were talking about marriage and family much earlier than black women. See, but I don't see, I mean, I ain't trying to make it racial, but, you know, this is why people have to think for themselves, because a lot of the feminist movement was initiated by white women. Black women didn't have the status and the social power to lead something like a feminist movement. So when that took place, white women were in charge of that. A lot of these white women, I it's a Christian channel, Greg. This is not the channel for you to be a jerk. <clears throat> but let me just say it this way. A woman who can get a man and a woman who has a man and she's happy, she ain't got nothing to complain about. The women that's complaining is probably the ones that just don't like men already. And it's probably because men don't like them. I'm going to just put it that way. But a lot of women follow behind these women. Black women follow behind white women. And so in the following behind of the white women, there's an abandonment to the black men. So some of the issues they had probably applied to black women, but some of them, we might not have had the same issues they had. Or maybe we ain't had the same complaints or maybe black women weren't in the same position to. To make those type of demands, you know, maybe black a husband, a black man and black wife need to be together in America. As opposed to a white woman who might be able to just kind of wing it out here on our own like maybe we needed each other more than we realized we as in quote-unquote black people so yeah but let me let me finish your thought because i think you were continuing so it says black women saw our grandparents marry for years yet we saw the struggle and abuse because black women told daughters granddaughters to be independent and interdependent because our grandmas lacked education and social awareness well, yeah, they were not educated. I do. They, I think they probably were socially aware. You know, just because just somebody not educated don't mean that they not smart. A lot of those grandmothers and stuff were smart, um, intelligent people. You know, we put a high standard on these degrees. Most, a lot of these people that got degrees are idiots. Uh, and I agree that women were taught to be independent. I n d e p e n d e n t. Do you know that mean, man? Uh, Interdependent. I'm not sure I heard a song about that, you know, but hey, fact check me. So it says an aerial view is needed. Spiritual perspective, culturally and systematically looking at how things were and how they came to be. Now, black women have been left uncovered since birth. This is so fascinating. When we become adult, you see us as tired, frustrated Because we've been uncovered, it won't get done due to trauma, by default, most trusted wrong black men. It's not all about money. We want to feel safe and secure from you, from you, from you, and with you, hold on, safe and secure from you and with you. Most black men lack understanding how many women been violated by DV and S.A. OK, I was doing good with your acronyms. I I, I love what you got to say, Marlena. I, I love the, 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 the feedback, but DV and S.A. just threw me off. Um, have been violated by DV and S.A. I don't know what that is. But you say, take a poll between eight, nine, ten black women in your own family and you look at the numbers. I mean, okay, if both are working, I think both chip in. Laundry cooking shouldn't be gender exclusive. Why shouldn't they? Uh, Like, what's the what's the issue with that? Why shouldn't they be? They don't have to be. But why shouldn't they be? You know, like. As a man, see, the idea of the man taking out the trash is based on the idea that a woman is beautiful and delicate and precious and feminine. And so the idea is I don't want her getting her hands dirty with dirty stuff. The idea is not she's not able to take the trash out or, you know, she's too incompetent to take the trash. out. It's nothing like that. The idea is. I'm honoring you as a feminine creature of God. And as that, I want, I want to also strength because depending on how much trash y'all have, you know, the trash can be heavy. So it's like, I want to, I want to take on this masculine duty and I want to, I want to remove you from the burden of a masculine duty. So what's the problem with the woman saying, I want to do this more, um, decorative stuff i want i want to i want to manage this household the thing about it is and i think you might even made this point earlier is that the woman does so much of the managing you know what i mean she's she could be managing the bills y'all could maybe be doing that joint who knows that that's one of the ones that really is whoever's better administratively but she's probably managing the groceries She's probably primarily managing the kids as far as the day-to-day stuff, the getting them ready for school, packing the lunch. Um, She's doing so much, right? Um, But why do we see that as a thankless job? Like when I take the trash out, uh, not even thankless, but why do we see that as a shameful job? When I take the trash out, I don't feel shame in that. I don't feel shame in cutting the grass. I don't feel shame in fixing stuff around the house but y'all have let society convince you that it's lame and that you're it's lame for you to do traditional female roles you've let society convince you that you're uh a punk if you submit to your husband you know but that's like i said last week everybody's gonna have this fruit presented to them the fruit that was presented to eve He did say ye shall not surely die. But the real fruit that was presented to her was ambition and autonomy. It was ambition and autonomy. Autonomy is a fancy word to say independence, because he said ye shall be as God, knowing good and evil. And that's the choice that she made. So independence has always been it from the beginning and personally i believe that it, it got we got hit with the independence movement much harder in our generation than in previous generations for some of the things you mentioned there wasn't as much economic opportunity but when that when that educational and economic opportunity presented itself it was like boom now i do have a choice Do I want to compliment this man and support him or do I want to compete with this man and do my own thing, a.k.a. autonomy and independence? And we're now seeing the fruit of people selecting autonomy and independence. I mean, you could say, well, why can't the guy just like the woman as she is independent, but you can't make people like who or what they don't like. You know what I mean? Like, like, that's not the way that that God designed us. That's not what he designed us to like. So we can't really get around that nature, you know, but some guys, like I say, they might settle for a partner. You know what I mean? Y'all, y'all tag teaming and, you know, they, they might just out of the times we live in, but to each his own. Um, But there was some other stuff I wanted to get into. Oh, yeah, yeah. This idea of being uncovered. I think in general. There's an absence of a fatherly presence in the black community, period. And by default. That absence in the black community of fatherhood does leave both women, boys and girls uncovered. um and the result of that this is why it's a vicious cycle this is why fatherhood is a is is an extreme curse it's the curse of fatherlessness excuse me i said fatherhood is a curse i meant fatherlessness is probably the worst curse plaguing us Uh, fatherlessness and whoredoms yeah it's a cycle um if there's a girl and she's raised in a house without a father she has no tutelage as to what to expect from a man. She has no um, example of a man. She has no man to uh, to submit to so that he can teach her how to become a woman of value. Um, she has no man to instruct her on what to look for when she's looking for a man. And so she goes out and she goes with the man that is, um, you know, got the biggest gold chain and or maybe he's a dope boy or, you know, maybe he's an athlete, but he has like 15 other girlfriends. But that's who she wants. And so. Yeah, there's a lack of covering. I will agree to that, but um, it's just a cycle. And at some point, that cycle has to be broken, but that cycle is not going to be broken with um women coming to men with the idea of being rebellious and unruly so i don't know how you break that cycle my personal philosophy this is what an old an older couple told this to me explicitly i went to a couple's 50th anniversary this was a pastor and his wife and I was just telling them how wonderful it is to, to celebrate 50 years of marriage. And they was like, yeah, da, 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 And then I said, you know, hopefully my generation will get it right. <laughs> and they said something to me that I already knew was true, even when I made my statement, because I honestly was just kind of making conversation. But they said, the Bible says, save yourselves from this untoward generation, Untoward, untoward means crooked and perverse In other words You gotta do Make the right choice for you And That's all you can control If everybody else around you Makes the choice that they wanna Go with the spirit of this age Let them do it Cause you can't control it So that's my philosophy Y'all might have heard me say The worst hood in America is not old block It's not Uh, Southeast D.C. It's not Compton. It's not Inglewood. It's not Jacksonville, Florida. It's singlehood. (laughs) It's not Inglewood. It's singlehood. Now, if God has graced you to be single, praise God. Um, and everybody don't need to have somebody, but you know, the the if you're mindful of a companion. Single hood is the worst hood. It's the trenches. It's, it's like the gutter. It really is like a hood. And if you make it out that hood, just like the real hood, you don't look back. <laughs> don't look back. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and you kind of know that, like when your boy get married or your girl get married. Well, guys know this. I don't know if women know this, but you kind of know like, oh, man, this dude, he done made it out the hood. You know what I mean? Hats off to you, sir. Go do your thing, do your family life. It's like going to college, you know what I mean? Like like maybe i get there one day, bro, but I'm probably still going to be in the hood, bro. You know what I'm saying? Just do your thing, man. Just don't forget about us. And so when you get married, you can't do that single people stuff. You know, you might look back every now and check. You might go visit the hood every now and then, make sure everybody's still alive. But you just kind of know that... um. You know, you had a different phase. You graduated. You're you're a real person now with real responsibilities. You got somebody to die for somebody to live for. And it's different. And so I agree. It's a whole bunch of people out here that are uncovered. But um, unfortunately, I don't know what the solution is other than Christ. The only thing we can do, because this is what I told T one time. And I got to get it right because I said it off the cuff. But it's basically only like three people in this world. There are free people. And there are conquered people. A free person is a person who's free. A free person is a person who um, is in their right mind a person who has not fallen victim to the spirit of this age. But then you have a conquered person. A conquered person, unfortunately, is somebody that is under the rulership of sin, the devil, or the curses of sin or generational cycles. So an example of a conquered person would be and, and and let me let me remember I said three types of people. So before y'all start throwing tomatoes at me, let me get this whole thought out. An example of a conquered person would be a lot of these guys. You know, it's unfortunate. I'm not saying that they're wrong for this or nothing like that or that they, that they in and of themselves are bad. But a lot of these guys grow up and they join these gangs. They get tattoos all over their face. You now can't even work in the marketplace if you ever made that decision. Um... You shooting people, you got ops, they shooting at you. Uh, you're basically in this hood lifestyle. You falling victim to the spirit of this age, whether it be by choice or whether it be by curse. And so that's a conquered person, a conquered woman. Certain type of uh, things women fall in. I'm getting in a lot of trouble tonight, so I'm gonna make this one real watered down. Um, but certain type of uh, cycles that women find themselves in um, women that fall to the spirit of this age, they fall to Cardi B and sexy red and Suki Hana and all of these type of influences. And that's her mentality. And she got tattoos all over her face and she doesn't like the hair that grows out of her head. And she, uh, you know, doesn't like her eyelash. She basically hates herself. She does everything possible to, modify herself because deep down she hates herself so she got tattoos all over her body she got a bbl she got botox whatever that's a conquered woman that's someone who has fallen victim to the spirit of this age so you got free people and you got conquered people what's the third type of person greg the third type of person is what i am which is an overcomer okay An overcomer, an overcomer is somebody who may have once been in the mentality of a conquered person, the situation of a conquered person, the um, the curses of a conquered people. But they submitted and surrendered themselves to Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ has made them new and they are now an overcomer and so those are the three types of people that we have we got free people conquer people and overcomers and so honestly i'm trying to remember why i even got on that point (laughs) oh yeah yeah so i was talking about save yourselves from this untoward generation so when you're a man or a woman and you do desire a partner those are the people you need to be pursuing, either free people or overcomers, people who have overcome, right? But if you're a free person, you shouldn't be dealing with a conquered person because the conquered person comes with curses. And so a lot of what's happening is people are dealing with conquered people and then they get mad or upset at the curses that come with the conquered people Oh, you know, I'm with him, but he don't want to take care of his kids. Well, you should have known that he had 15 tattoos on his face. He got ops. He going to prison for the next 10 years. What did you expect? And so I think I got on that because we were talking about the curse of fatherlessness. And um, all I can say is that as uh, as a human being, if we have found ourselves... Uh, in situations where we were swift, uh, sifted away by the spirit of this age, we need to focus on becoming overcomers. I'm gonna get through a lot of these comments before we close out tonight because my computer is about to die. <laughs> Just keeping it real. And I don't feel like running upstairs and, and uh, hightailing it to get my charger. Um, so let me get through some of these comments. Uh, Marsha says I don't have an issue with submission. However, okay. Now I ain't even read your next part sister, but you know when you say a conjunction and it starts with however, <laughs> but I'm going to let you finish. I'm just joking with you. However, don't confuse my servitude and being a helpmeet for something to be consumed like I am an employee. Interesting. I am 52 years old. I still have crushes and feel butterflies. Praise God for that. Can you pray for me to get some butterflies, please? Like, I'm trying not to be so jaded. I did have a little crush. I do have crushes every now and then, to be honest with you. I don't get butterflies with the crushes, but I just kind of have like little fun crushes just just to have a reason to live and to hope. You know what I mean? It's fun to hope. Um, So every now and then I have a little crush. Barry about to die. We about to get through these real fast. Marsha says, I'm not a feminist, but I do believe in empowering women to reach their highest potential in their gifts and talents. Yeah, nobody's against that. Um, Once again, though, uh, each of us as people, we're only but so much of a person. Right. (laughs) And a lot of times it's difficult to um, to balance like a wife. And a high level career. That's that's the point I didn't finish about a career woman. What does that mean? It's basically someone whose career comes first. Um, and it's hard to have your career and your household come first because then you will get burnt out. So that's that's the that's one of the choices. And it's to each his own if they want to make that choice. You know, but you got to understand what comes with those choices. Uh, marlena says if both are working i think both chip in laundry cooking shouldn't be gender exclusive oh yeah i read that carol says i have no issues with submission i take it as a privilege to be able to learn godly submission i love tending to my home praise god i agree with you brother yeah praise god he doesn't need any candles and fragrance plugins talking about the single man that's funny if both are working, she is cooking, cleaning, doing bulk of childbearing. Y'all wondering why women are not in the mood at night. Just a little bit of help will go a long way to be. Uh, tedy at night already at night. I- I'm listening to what y'all saying. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm listening to it. Expressions of faith with Judah says I stay home and my husband works. I take care of the home and tend to his needs. I make sure my home is his Jerusalem house of peace praise god sound like y'all got a, a wonderful dynamic um expressions of faith i used to shop way too much thank praise god for you admitting it. i i would give you a cash app if i knew your cash app don't put it in there cuz i don't want <laughs> my computer about to die y'all <clears throat> All right, let me let me let me hurry up for real <clears throat> not anymore i matured let me <clears throat> i'm like should i go get my charger not anymore i matured i started to respect and appreciate my husband working hard to take care of us. Praise God. Women with fathers and or no husbands get treated differently by other men. A man's covering is has tremendous value. It does. I take honor and submitting to my husband. Praise God. Jedi Mike, hey everyone. What's up, Jedi Mike? Domestic violence, essay, sexual assaulted. Oh, okay, got you. Okay, thank y'all. Uh Carol says, Amen, brother Greg, love this solid talk. Being a woman like this, uh like the women in the Bible is an absolute amazing and beautiful thing. Uh, We break the cycle of rebellion through obedience and submission to God. That's what I chose to do, and I'm glad the Lord gave me his mercy and wisdom to learn the right way. Praise God. Listen, family, thank you all for coming on here. like I said, I, I was going to get in a little trouble tonight. I probably did. But we can definitely finish this topic if we need to. I just wanted to throw it out there. Like, why has submission become so controversial? What's the real issue? Y'all gave me a lot of stuff to think about. So praise God for that. I'm going to hop off of here right now. But I enjoyed tonight's discussion. Hopefully I ain't rough with y'all feathers, but... You know, like I said, we chopping it up That's the beautiful thing And we can come and put our thoughts together So listen, family Thank y'all for hanging out with me, with me tonight God is good He is worthy to be praised That's all I have in this Solid Talk You all take care And be blessed This is Solid Talk Speaking out loud yeah, 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 yeah. Check it out Speaking out loud in depth, cancel culture can't keep me in check. And from beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect, call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. I keep it solid. I'm dropping knowledge, wisdom, understanding, just like you done went to college, devil know we working, his goal is to try to stop it, helmet of salvation and shield of faith that'll block it, controversial topics, just to keep it honest, truth hit hard, just like it's a blunt object, culture living godless, I can't even call it, we in the last days, Babylon is falling. Don't kill the messenger, I can't mess with ya Points got to a plethora, this like, will keep on testing ya Let's walk and get the best of ya I'm trying to tell you bruh, all the show, We say we trying to get the rest Speaking of ya Speaking out loud in depth, cancel culture can't keep me a check. in check And from beginning, gotta tell us what's next True believers, they can come and connect Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect of the pages. The blood of Jesus covers all my sin and it erases. I pleaded and believe it so it covers all my bases. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me in check. In from beginning gotta tell us what's next. True believers they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. Try and keep my sanity. Amongst calamity. Social media nothing more than narcissistic vanity. PC culture on a mission and they try to cancel me but I know Jesus going to keep me covered like a canopy blood give me amnesty no i can't handle me not where i want to be but best believe i plan to be flesh wrestle against the spirit main event and slamboree. so i need them every day The daily weekly annually iron sharp as iron so i'm strengthened by my brethren we may not meet down here but guaranteed the link in heaven the born again and righteous are the ones he's gonna let in let's keep the faith and be amongst the saints when they step in